Greetings, my friends. You are listening to Better Days Ahead with me, Dr. Aria Young. For those who don't know me, I am a licensed naturopathic integrative doctor that specializes in mental health, and I am also on my own healing and self-betterment journey, which I share and talk about to help others who are also on their own journey, as well as so others don't feel so alone in what they're going through and feel like someone can relate to them. Anyways, I hope today is going well for you so far. I know the last few weeks, it's been a little bit of a shitstorm out there emotionally for the masses. Lots of people feeling anxious, feeling more low, feeling more self-hatred, and being more critical. I am a part of that. I had a full week where I was absolutely tearing myself to shreds for no foreseeable reason over things that I've done in the past and convincing myself my friends don't actually like me. Like, wild. So as per usual, if this resonates with you, you aren't alone. I think it's something in the air energetically. I mean, it could be the seasons changing, the days getting darker and colder. Even if you live in a temperate place during the winter months, like I do in Arizona, it still affects people. So I can't imagine what it's like for those who live in places like the Midwest. I actually used to live somewhere where it snowed for a few years. So in some ways I can kind of relate, but I definitely feel like something shifted on like a quantum physical level too on our planet. And that could help to explain why things have been crazy, crazy. Anyways, what if you could have what you wanted in this life instead of feeling like you have to just accept whatever comes your way? What if you could have actual, real, and true control over the way that your life is and feel like you actually have power and autonomy? Up until my life completely blew up in 2020, I thought my reality constituted the way I was supposed to feel, that I couldn't be happy until what was going on around me changed. I was waiting for my external reality to change before I let my perspective on my life change. If things were bad, I'd be angry at the world and at life for punishing me, a very classic victimized mindset. But I didn't know that's what I was doing. And then my life blew up for the first time. In 2020, after a chaotic, long-winded breakup and a lack of direction on what I wanted to do with my job, and I realized I needed to do something drastically and quickly in terms of my life direction, or my life was just going to continue to be a living hell for far longer. This is the time I was introduced to and began learning how I was thinking about things was backwards. And by altering how I looked at this dynamic, life changed abundantly in better, happier, and healthier ways. I was told I was looking at everything backwards and that how I feel internally constitutes and mirrors how my external environment works. And I kept asking myself, but how? How the fuck is that true? I believe things were random and happened with largely no rhyme or reason. I believed in in fate and destiny and all that, but I didn't really understand that I had more control than I realized. But in reality, everything is energy, has energy, everything has an energetic frequency. This I know might sound a little esoteric and woo-woo, but it's not, like, think about it. Have you ever been talking to someone and felt their charisma and just felt drawn to them and what they were saying, even if it wasn't anything super unique? You're just like, that person, there is something about them, right? And then on the contrary, have you ever been talking to somebody and felt repelled without any real reason you could think of? Like, there's just something about him. You're like, I don't know, that motherfucker seems off. The emotions we emit have energetic frequencies. We, 
are energetic beings and energy can influence and draw us to things. We can find various elements of life attractive based on the energy that we embody. And like energies are going to attract as they are vibrationally similar. It's the path of least resistance, what feels most familiar. So where am I going with this? Put in layman terms, my life was a bit of a dumpster fire as I didn't like or value myself, like at all. And that was a hard truth to face, is realizing, damn, this relationship that I have with myself ain't good. And every bit of my life represented that belief that I had. I was just attracting things based on how I felt internally. My external environment was being matched to my internal environment. This realization came up first and foremost in what I was accepting in my relationships. I was accepting the bare minimum and integrating it like it's what I deserved and what was normal when, in reality, I had and have the ability to decide what I want to allow in my life or not, or what I don't want to allow in my life. But I had this belief people were doing whatever, you know, X to me, and that I was a victim as a result. I didn't think I had a say in what was happening. I felt like I had no control and essentially whatever I was given was what I was going to get and what I had to burden myself with accepting. I would ask, why does this happen to me? Why does this always happen to me? Why aren't things getting better? You know, knowing I deserve more than this, like what the fuck, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Does this sound familiar to any of you? It sounds so bizarre to say now because I am so much different than I was three years ago. Even just two years ago, I am drastically different. I feel like so much of my growth has really happened in the last year and a half to two years. So it sounds bizarre, but I really didn't think I got a choice, you guys. I was just existing in like martyrdom. And the truth is, I didn't like myself enough to know my worth and thus discern appropriately what to accept into my life and what to what to kind of curve or what to disallow. Thinking, does this person treat me in a manner where I feel valued, where I feel respected, where I feel loved, accepted? Am I in a position where my emotions and well-being is emotionally safe? Or am I fucking playing with fire? Is this dysfunctional? And if this isn't good for me, I have the power and the control to leave it. And let me pause for a second and quickly just put this little disclaimer in here. I'm not victim blaming. I have been in some really, really toxic and dishonest relationships, relationships where I didn't know what was really lurking in the shadows. I had no clue. Like things started one way and they ended up completely different. Sometimes people put on a really good show in the beginning and it's not the truth. And then you find out later, you're like, what the hell is this? So I'm not going to say those things were my fault. And if you've been in a similar position, they aren't your fault either. There is a substantial amount of grief and heartbreak that comes from going through that process as well. Um, the difference here is when I was aware of the mistreatment and the pain it was causing, when I was aware of those patterns that I kept falling back into and that, oh, this is not a good situation for me to be in. This person does not care about me at all. Before, I wouldn't do anything about it. I wouldn't set boundaries. I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't reflect. Tr truthfully, you guys, I would just get angry and point fingers. You know, that whole, like, you're doing this to me. I would try to change their behavior. I would try to act differently to get them to treat me better. I felt like it was something I had to fix because I genuinely felt like I had to work to be loved or to prove my worth, even if it meant that I was distressed beyond belief in the process. So 
anyway, different things, different things here. Um, definitely don't want this to come across as victim blaming at all. There is a difference. There's a difference between while I had literally no clue this is what was going on and then the other side of it being, okay, like once you know better, we can start to do better, right? There's a an element of learning that comes into play, which is totally fine. So this recognition of, oh, wow, I have the ability to make better choices was the first step. Because then after I realized I was choosing to accept bullshit into my life because of my self-work, my self-worth or, or lack thereof, I accepted the love, the respect, and the kind of companionship, again, or lack thereof, to describe it more appropriately, that I thought I deserved. It was this catalyst to really delving into self-improvement, healing, and growth, though. I was like, oh, shit, I've always gotten a choice, and I chose to anchor myself to situations that were going to make me sink. So why is this a conscious choice? What beliefs do I have about myself that make me say, this is all I'm worth, this is what I deserve, and that justify me to accepting these types of things in my life? right? This is where that inner work really, really comes into play and is so super important, which is something that I talk about ongoingly. Um, and there are so many layers to it, but this, this was kind of the first step of me really realizing where I needed to start in this inner work and self-improvement with myself. And also this doesn't just have to apply to romantic relationships. It can apply to your job situation. It can apply to your living situation, the kind of friends you have, you know, whatever, fill in the gaps. I know this is hard. It's not an easy process for many. And many of us were not given a guide on how to truly value and respect ourselves. So we know what it looks like when someone else isn't acting in accordance with how we view ourselves. A lot of us would self-abandon instead because we were taught that we needed to do that in order to be safe and to gain acceptance and to, to get validation, right? To be approved of. We were taught that we need to fight for people and fight or work hard in order to get the kind of love that we really wanted. We all just want to be loved, right? We were taught to unconsciously sacrifice ourselves for the sake of others and prioritize their well-being. So many of us naturally flock to situations where we have to work so hard just to get that love from others. And we accept being treated so terribly knowing it doesn't feel good. We know that. And we want better for ourselves, but not realizing we actually have the means to decide if we want to accept all of that or leave it all together and to attract a situation that is so much better for us. Are you rocking with me? When we externalize our power, we blame. We have this unspoken belief that others dictate what happens to us and thus that we are powerless. We say, I don't, I don't get a say in this. This is happening to me. And you feel as though you have no control, which isn't the truth. Now, we can't control all external circumstances. We can't control the outside world, but it was never about that. Anything that isn't directly within your control is energy that you waste when you try to change an outcome that you'll never have power over. You're just dumping into a void. We attempt to control our external world for the sake of wanting safety, though, because we are fearful. And when it'll never provide us the true safety we are actually looking for, even if we could do that. It's not about controlling the external world, right? It's learning to be safe in our own bodies, in what we feel, how we act, who we are, what we believe in, 
that's where true safety comes from. That's what's important is developing that relationship with yourself, knowing how to self-regulate. Like we stay in situations that aren't serving us and are instead hurting us or holding us back because they feel familiar. And that familiarity gives us the illusion of control because we know what's going to happen. It's a little scary when you make the decision to control your own destiny, you know? You become your own boss and no one's calling the shots. And, and that's a little scary for some people. You're getting far outside your comfort zone. And even though it's good for you, it's still nerve wracking. That's okay. Learn to accept that it's okay to sometimes be scared. Power is scarier than a lot of us realize. We think we want it and then we get it and we don't even know what to do with it. We're just so used to someone else telling us what to do all of our lives. And that was kind of what I realized about myself and why I was stuck. That quote, like, feel the fear and do it anyway, it's powerful. It, it's truth. You're allowed to feel scared, okay? It's all right. We all do, but do it anyway. We all just want to feel safe. We want control because it gives us predictable outcomes where there are no surprises and, again, we get some safety. We are creatures of survival, though. This is how we're constructed. Again, true safety doesn't come from what we can control externally. That way of thinking comes from fear. We aren't victims to the world around us, though. We can't always control what happens, but we sure have the ability to respond and to respond in a way where we take care of and protect ourselves. True safety comes from our internal environment, how we feel about ourselves. When we get centered with who we really are, our values, our self-image, confidence, all of that, it makes it easier to discern between what we want to allow into our life and what we don't. It's all about the internal environment. How do you feel about yourself? What's that relationship like with yourself? Do you even know yourself? Let's start there. You have power. I'm going to say it again. You have power. One time I heard the expression, your eyes aren't cameras, they're projectors. I've spoken a lot in the past about how your internal environment dictates your external environment kind of based on that quote, like energy will attract. So if you're in a certain energetic vibrational state, you're going to be drawn to other factors that are within that same state. Stuff isn't random. But I needed to understand this in order to feel as though I actually had autonomy in my life because otherwise I just felt like every effort I made to change my life was wasted. It helped me feel strong and as though I really get to decide on how this whole thing that I call life, that we call life, gets to go. But your eyes being projectors and not cameras means that, again, how you are feeling internally is going to dictate what your external environment looks like and how you feel about it. So when I was at my lowest point at the end of 2021, I had a hard time remembering all of this. I was devastated. I wanted to give up. Every day was hell, perpetually painful. And I don't blame myself for feeling that way for a while. What I went through was fucked. But I had a choice, okay? I could either let myself stay there and let that experience take away all the work I had done. I could let it define me. I could have decided right then and there, no matter what, life keeps knocking me down. And this pain that I am feeling is entirely too strong for me to get through. Like, I've had it. And it felt like that. It did for a while. And it took me a minute. But I decided to use it as a learning lesson instead, again, 
And I grieved. Oh, did I grieve. Hard. And I didn't always wear it well. I was a bit of a mess. I was very lost. This is like one of the few times in my life I was just, I was clinging on for dear life to whatever I could to get me through. Just needed to get through. And I, I kind of kept telling myself that. But I kept moving forward with the idea. I still got a choice and life was happening for me and that I was being guided. And that somewhere along the way, I got a little lost and accepted some things that I shouldn't have and fell back into the all familiar feelings of prioritizing validation from others. And it landed me in a rough place, but it also gave me an opportunity to reflect and learn where I was at with myself. What I was accepting was a direct reflection of how I was still feeling about myself. So I could have cursed the planet and existence as I know it and move forward with the idea that life is a fucking prison. Or I could acknowledge the power I had in the position I was in. That's what's saying the eyes are projectors, not cameras sort of means to me. Depending on how I was feeling about myself and whether I wanted to look through the lens of being a victim or if I wanted to look through the lens of empowerment. What I was going to see based on that decision was going to change. What I was going to see was going to be a direct reflection of my perspective moving forward. Where you place your attention is what you're going to see. Cue the analogy you've all heard that essentially says, if you pay attention to only red cars on the road, you're gonna see more and more red cars. You're not gonna hardly notice the green, the black, the silver cars, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what quote or where that came from, but and I'm butchering this, but you guys know what I mean. So again, remember you attract what is within your energetic field. It's not random. If you're functioning in an emotional state where you're angry, defeated, and have kind of like a negative view of the world, you will attract more and more of that. It's just going to continue to grow. I've talked about this before. It's going to be what you're attracted to. It's, it's what you're being, so it's what you're more familiar with and comfortable with, even if it's not serving you. You're going to accept more of it into your life and draw yourself further into that state. Does that make sense? I didn't have all the answers or actually any answers when I was first introduced to this. I wasn't planning on working for myself or doing any kind of introspection like this. The direction I'm in right now and like where I'm at in my life right now, you guys, is was never, ever like even a blip on the map for me. But in the midst of me word vomiting to one of my friends about how, quote unquote, unfair my circumstances were and why this was happening to me, you know what she said? She said directly because you're allowing it. And from that moment on, things did a 180 and I just decided I couldn't go backwards. And I really haven't been able to, even when I really have wanted to. I know it's relatable for a lot of people. Healing is tough, you know, and getting out of that, that mindset that you don't get a choice or have any control in life and, you know, how dare the world do this to me, it can be addicting. It was really powerful, though, to get out of this and I didn't even know what to do with the information at first or where to go from there. But just being told you're allowing this, it started this cascade of wanting to work through my internal shit, truthfully. So my hope is maybe this can do the same for you and start a chain reaction to your healing journey as well. This was all really triggering for me initially too, but triggers can be good. They are messengers that tell us, hey, this is a point of contention in me. And if we can explore this with curiosity and figure out why this makes me uncomfortable, this can be a really transformative thing. So it was triggering, but it was also needed. And I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't push through the resistance from my ego when I was first exposed to this truth. 
So if you're feeling some type of way about this too, I get it. This work is challenging, but you absolutely can do it. All right, y'all, that's it for today. If you would like one-on-one -on -one help and want me to help you with your mental health healing journey, or if you'd like to work with me for anything health-related, you absolutely can. You can schedule with me using the link in the podcast description. Lastly, you guys know my little sign-off now. Be kind to animals. Please spay and neuter your pets and adopt, don't shop. Thanks for making the world a better place. If this resonated with you, please consider subscribing to this podcast and rating it five stars. Thank you for being a part of today's podcast, and I will see you back here next time. Thank you.